0: Several of you requested an episode on clashing with parents. Today's guest offers valuable insight on how both girls and their parents can strengthen their relationship. Welcome to the Empowerful Girls podcast that helps you grow curiosity, compassion, and confidence. This is 10 for teens and tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez. In each episode, I'll give you girls tools that will empower you to know you can take on the world. Hello, girls. Welcome to episode 89 of 10 for Teens and Tweens. I'm Stephanie Valdez from Empowerful Girls. Thank you for being here. I am so excited to welcome our special guest, teen and tween parenting author, Brooke Romney. Thank you for
1: joining us. Thank you. I'm so excited to be with you. You do such great work here.
0: Oh, it, it means so much uh, to, to have you here. And before we dive in, I would love to have you sh- like briefly share about you, what you do, and what you're known for.
1: I am an author. I have written four books. Um, Two of those are really focused on teens, 52 Modern Manners for Teens. I love empowering parents to be able to be the people their teenagers need, but to also enjoy that time of life with them. And so I have an amazing Instagram community at Brooke Romney Writes that is open-minded, supportive, um, really incredible to each other. And I've learned so much. And it's one of the great joys that I have in my life in running that community on Instagram. And I also have—I have four boys. Um, they are really close together. I have a daughter-in-law. I have two grandbabies. So I kind of have like someone in every stage right now, and yeah. I just—I—I I love each one of them.
0: Oh, I think that's really neat. Like, not only are you creating and, and cultivating and sharing um, a lot of empowering insight with your Instagram community, um, helping both teens and parents there. You have so much life experience and can offer those perspectives and also glean from others' perspectives in that community. So I think that's fantastic. Many girls have requested an episode on clashing with parents, and I know you have great insight to offer as someone who's in the space empowering both teens, tweens, and parents. So to start out, is it typical for tweens and teens, girls in particular, to clash with their parents?
1: Yeah, so there is a lot of research behind this, and there is a thing that happens in the teen years called differentiation, and we've all been through it, and that is a need to differentiate yourself from your parents and from the people around you. And so you are really looking to figure out how you can be an individual. So anytime Mm -hmm. I'm talking to parents or to teens, I think it's important to know that this is a normal. Um, this is a normal thing that everyone goes through. But I also believe that while we can differentiate, we can also still have a connected relationship and not have so many battles if we can figure out how to do it right. But absolutely, the idea of pulling away and finding your own uniqueness and, and charting your own course is something that happens to every teen, even the parents of the, of the girls who are asking those questions. They've all been through that too.
0: I think that that's something really reassuring for both teens, tweens, parents, for all of them to know that like, it's nothing wrong with you. This is just kind of how things go. And we can work with that. So why is it sometimes so hard for parents and kids to get along?
1: There's so many reasons for this, but let's just start out with a couple. The first one is that we're all human and we have good days. We have bad days. We have outside sources that are causing frustration. If if someone catches me on a day where something went really poorly at work, I'm probably not going to be my best parent self, uh, just naturally, I'm going to have to really work for that. If we catch our teens on a day that the you know their friends decided to go to lunch and not invite them, they're going to be a little testier. And so we just have outside sources that are complicating life, so it's not always just about the relationship. And I think the more we understand um, teens understanding their parents are still people and, and they're going to have some hard things in their life. And then parents understanding that being a teen can also be really stressful, that comes with a lot of highs and lows, um, that can get us to a place where we can begin our relationships with a little bit more grace and um, and a willingness to assume positive intent. So um, that's, that's one thing, that, that's why it's pretty, that's why it can be difficult in one way. The other reason is because a lot of times parents want something different than their teen wants for them. And anytime you have two people that desire something different, there is going to be friction. And so that, you know, maybe maybe the child wants, um, thinks they should be able to stay out later. And the parent thinks that they should be home at a certain time. Disagreeing means there's going to be friction. And I think the more often we understand that when we disagree with people, there can be a little, um, there's there's a rub there, but we can work through that and we can have conversations that can get us through that. And we can do it in healthy ways that bring connection instead of disconnection, even if we end up still being a little further apart on the the ultimate decision with each other.
0: Oh, I really appreciate you pointing that out. I, I like to consider like people are like icebergs And there's only so much that we can see that's like above the surface. And there's so much else that's going on below.
1: If we live in a family that loves each other, and I'm guessing anyone who's listening to this podcast is, is working from a family that wants to love each other. And so I think it's really important for us to realize, um, it's actually better for us to bring some of those things to the table than to just be mysterious and angry whether you're an adult or whether you're a teen so if if you come home and you've had a horrible day and let's just go back to your friends went to lunch without you um and so you ended up being alone and and your mom's like on your case about something that's doesn't feel important at all i think the best thing you could do is say mom i had a really hard day and felt really left out i need a minute I need a minute, and I I might be ready to tell you soon, but just by doing that, a mom loves her daughter. She's concerned, she cares, and so if she's coming at you and she's walking to the door with with her phone up on your school website that tells her all the missing assignments you have, Mm -hmm. um, it's not the best time, but she's not going to know that unless you let her know that some hard things happened that day i'm going to also put some responsibility on parents where if you are going through something that is difficult you can say something like i've had a really long day at work and i know i'm not going to be the best person to discuss this with right now like can we can we pause can we talk about it this weekend can we talk about it in the morning when i'm not as exhausted Um, I think that that can lead to much healthier relationships and much more enjoyable ones too. But the idea that everyone in our family should know exactly how we're feeling and and what's going on with us without ever sharing that um, is not a very realistic idea to hold.
0: Communication can be a great starter to working towards solving problems because it helps open a door. Even if it doesn't end in a resolution that makes everybody happy. Um, at least the door is open. At least there is some connection or reaching both ways, taking a step to communicate that this is where I'm at. But I also love the point where you said, can we talk later? Or can I have some time so that I am more available for you so that I have more space to hold with you so that I can offer you the me that, that you deserve. I really love that point. What can girls say or do to help their parents know that they want a better relationship? Even if it takes work, even if that doesn't like fix things, but just letting them know they want things to work better.
1: Well, the first thing that I would say to teen girls is I have a large community um, online. I have a, a lot of friends in these stages and I have not met one parent who is not interested in having a relationship with their teenager. I've never met one that doesn't want that relationship too. Mm. So if, if you're a teen girl that's listening, I want you to start from the place that my parent really wants a relationship with me too. Um, every parent has different strengths and weaknesses, different emotional IQ, different comfort with being a parent of a teen. But one thing I think is 100% true is they would really like a relationship with you too. And so I would like for you to start from that place in believing that, even if some of their actions don't seem to show it. um, I would chalk that up to the fact that they don't know how, not that they don't want it. And so if you are a teen and you want a better relationship with with your parents, some parents just don't know how to do that well with a teenager. And if it's important to you as a teen, I would say, to take responsibility for teaching your parents what that looks like for you. What does it look like for you to have a good relationship with your parents? And you, if you're brave, you can have that conversation, use car time, you know, when you're in the car with your parent, let them know. But I find that most teenagers aren't super comfortable in broaching that topic with their parents through words. And I would highly suggest that you send them a text or write them a note to just get the ball rolling just a short text to your mom or to your dad and have it say something like, I feel sad about the fact that we seem to fight a lot or that we don't communicate or that we don't have a great relationship right now and I wish we had a better one. Um, Like, can we talk sometime about how we could do that? And I think your parents would be thrilled that the door is open for that.
0: I can only imagine how I would feel if one of my kids sent me that or left me a sticky for that. Um, Cause I think you're absolutely right. A lot of parents may not know how to approach their kids. They may feel like all we do is fight. Like all of our interactions are negative and I don't want to start another one. Um, or they are like, Oh my kid probably doesn't want to talk with me or they ice me out or, you know, shut the door all the time. And so a lot of parents just don't know how to even start to step on that bridge. I think there's a, a lot of change that can happen if both parents and teens could just see that you both have the same goal. You just have different ideas of how to get there.
1: Well, and I will, I will reverse that. If it were a parent that were asking, I would say the same thing. Every teenager I know even if their parents drive them crazy, they want a relationship with their parents. They want to feel loved, they want to feel supported. Um, and if you as a parent are struggling with your relationship with your teen, do the exact same thing, sit down and say, I am I'm sad about the way our relationship is going and I love you and I want to have fun together. I want to be the type of parent that you want to spend time with. What am I doing wrong and how can I change it? Like I need you to help me understand because what I'm doing isn't working, you know, mm-hmm. and and it goes back to the communication, but we have to be willing to, to be open um, when we're approached and say, you know what, this isn't working, but maybe this would, let's try this and, and coming together with an open mind. Um, going along with that, I think a lot of times we get stuck in these ruts of who we've always been. Mm-hmm. And if we've been moody if we've been grumpy if we've been like i i can't stand my parents and that's who we have to stay as or if we've been the parent who slams the door or says you're so ridiculous that that, that's just the relationship we have and one of the one of the mantras i believe in so much is that it's never too early and it's never too late to start to have the relationships that you want to have and it takes some change and it's a little uncomfortable um, and it takes some honesty but the end result is is so worth it. And and as I'm painting this picture, I also don't want to give the false hope that that we say this one thing or we do this and it's just like, yes, I want this relationship and you know, the butterflies come and and that's not necessarily what this is going to look like, but like you said, it's going to open the door to maybe this could look different in a way that's really good for both of us.
0: I really appreciate you reversing that because it is going to take work on both ends. Like, you know, it Uh, Bridges are built from both sides, right? So thank you so much for sharing that. So some girls have told me that they feel that their parents are too strict, too overprotective. They place really high expectations on them. And I wondered if you had any ideas of how girls can communicate how they feel so their parents are more likely to listen to them and hear them.
1: I love the idea of them coming to them with the feeling And then also digging a little deeper. So let's say your parents expect you to take AP classes and get A's. And that's too much. That's just too much for you. Um, Coming to them and saying, I know that you want me to be successful. I I know that this is coming from a good place. Um, But I'm feeling really overwhelmed and and like I can't keep up. And it's really a struggle for me. Um, can you believe me when I say I still want to be successful? I still want to work hard. I just can't do quite this much right now. Um, I think a lot of people, uh, teens and adults, will come at something in, in such a defensive way mm-hmm. that it puts the other person on defense and like they just have to justify and they have to push back. Um, but when you come with openness then I think it really helps. Another way that you could do this is you could say something like, can you tell me why you think it's so important that I take AP classes right now? Like, maybe I'm not understanding, but I don't feel like I'm capable of doing those. Um, And then they could tell you, and maybe maybe it allows you to think about it a little bit. Well, the AP classes are so inexpensive and college is very expensive, and we just think it's a really good financial decision for you to be able to do those AP classes. And, and then maybe you, you know a, a teenage girl could say, well, maybe that is a good idea. I don't know, like maybe that, maybe that does work for me. Maybe I do wanna save, I have to pay for my own college. So maybe I do wanna save the $1,500 and take them in high school. Um, and, and maybe that opens a discussion. Um, if, it's, if it's something else, let's say their expectations are with a sport um, let's say they, you know, someone's not getting the playing time that the parent thinks they should, and they want the daughter to go and train every single day, like put in the time, put in the effort. Um, the, maybe the daughter could go to the parents and say, I know you love volleyball and I love it too, but the pressure I'm feeling with it is making me love it less and less. Is it Okay if I do my best while I'm there, but also like see a lot of fun with the sport, like your pressure on me is making me enjoy the sport less. I think sometimes parents just need to know what's Mm -hmm. happening because of the pressure. Um, We also live in a society where a lot of teenagers are choosing not to put effort into anything, right? Where they're spending just most of their time on a phone or on an Xbox or something like that. Mm -hmm. And so um, being open to the fact that parents are there to help encourage good behavior and and a, and a path that is forward-focused. Um, I have to explain a lot of times that there's parents for a reason until you're 18 because sometimes the decisions that we make as a 15-year-old aren't always going to be best for us. So we have parents that can kind of step in and help redirect us. And and that can be a point of friction and frustration. Um, Do you mind if I share a quick story? I would love your stories. One of my children um, has some anxiety. And because of that anxiety, he does not like to do new things. Um, They feel very scary for him. However, with all of the work that we've done, the only way to get past anxiety is to push past it and to do new things anyway. So every time, um, every time I ask him if he wants to do something new, his answer is an automatic no. Well, living a life where your answer is an automatic no to every new thing is not a successful way to live, and it will be very um, crushing as you get older, because the more you move on in life, the more new things you will have. And if you choose never to do new things, then you're stuck where you've always been. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I signed him up for something new. And... Uh, He said, why did you sign me up for that? I don't want to do it. And I said, I understand, but you don't want to do new things. So I sign you up for them so you can have a chance to see if you like the new thing. And he was frustrated, but I said, the problem is, is that your brain right now wants to protect you. It doesn't want you to go outside your comfort zone. It wants you to be safe because that's how your brain feels best. And this is why you have a parent so that you can push past that and so that you can be prepared for an ex- a successful adult life. So he went and he did the new thing and he actually loved it and wanted to continue doing the new thing. And so sometimes I think that it's very frustrating to teenagers when a parent might force something or tell them that it's something they have to do. Um, when most of the time, not all the time, but most of the time the parent really does have the best interest of of the teenager in mind. Now, if it happens all the time, or if you feel like they're taking away all of your autonomy or all of your choices. That's a different story. My son makes tons of choices on his own and, and I make a few of them for him. But if, if you feel like it's happening all the time, that's a different story. But here and there, when a parent says, hey, you know, I know you don't really feel like doing that service project, but it's important that you show up since you committed to go. That's not a parent being a bad parent or trying to control a child. That's a parent enforcing good behavior that will help you be successful in the future. So really important to kind of like figure out the nuance between those two things. Oh, I appreciate looking
0: at it for from so many different perspectives. You know your parents, you know your kids well enough that you've got to cater it to that child. I've, I've learned very, very quickly. All my children yep. are very different. And what works yeah. for one does not work for another but i think that using i statements so that that keeps it a more open conversation and also offering curiosity and understanding to each other that's a very generous and loving thing to do and will help foster more communication so i love the story thank you for sharing
1: that (laughs) i love also that you shared that every child is different and so um, as teenagers keep that in mind with their parents maybe the way they're doing it worked really well with the older sibling, and 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 a teenager might have to say like, "This isn't working well for me," um, yeah. because it's all the parent has known, or or maybe it's mm-hmm. the way that their parents parented them, and maybe they haven't thought about any other ideas. So, the more collaboration there is in a family, I think, the better for for all the people. So, um, if if your parents were raised in a very strict home with very high expectations, and it worked very well for them, and they really liked that, that's probably the way they're going to parent. Um, if your parents grew up in a home where, like, it was kind of a free for all and it was just a lot of fun, and and they loved that, they might do the same thing. Even if you need, you know, a little bit more direction and a little more support and a little more help, so really, you know, letting your parents know in in a loving way, in an eye way, what you need. Most parents are are willing to help figure it out. They won't always do exactly what you would like them to do, but they really usually are willing to work on it.
0: Like you said, you you haven't yet met a parent or a teen who doesn't want a better relationship with their family, with their parents, with their kids. It could be any topic, but what is the most important thing that you want girls listening to know?
1: I would love the girls listening to start defining themselves by what is on the inside. I think we have such a tendency, whether we're teenagers or adults, to define ourselves, to let to let others define us, to mm-hmm. let our achievements define us. Um, and the, the more quickly we can transition to letting our character define us, the happier we can be when our situations are less than ideal. So as an example, um, if you feel defined by being popular, um, we know that popularity can be gone in an instant because it's up to the people around us. Um, instead of defining yourself as popular, I would work on defining yourself as being a great friend. Because if, even if no one in your entire school thinks you're cool, you can still define yourself as being a great friend. You can still be a great friend. Um, Another example, um, instead of defining yourself as a great athlete um, or as a star of a team, then you say that you are an amazing teammate or you have a relentless work ethic. It doesn't matter if you make the team or if you are the high scorer or if you have a college scholarship offer. Um, That means you control that. You control that you're a great teammate. You control that you have a relentless work ethic. Um, instead of defining yourself as someone who's smart, because we all know that you can get crushed by the college offer that says no, or by bombing your ACT or whatever, if you thought you were smart and and all those things don't happen. But you can always be someone who loves to learn, regardless of what the test scores are, regardless of whether you go to college, you can be someone that absolutely loves to learn. I think the better we get um, for, for teenagers who are listening, the better we get at defining ourselves by the things that no one can take away. And as parents, the better we can get at praising the things that no one can take away. I think the better we feel about who we are all the time. We won't be like blown away by wins and by what's popular and what's cool and what someone said about me. Um, We can feel really secure about who we are.
0: Golden wisdom, redefining and reframing our our self-concept and not making it okay. dependent on what other people think about us or how they see us, but like who we truly are. I think that girls will really appreciate hearing that and, uh, and will be strengthened by that. Okay. Before we wrap up, I want to let everyone know about these wonderful titles by Brooke Romney. We have 52 modern manners for today's teens volume one and two. And her most recent work,
1: 52 Modern Manners for Kids. One of the reasons why I wrote them was I wanted teens to get the chance to develop an internal character instead of being defined. And these manners, it says manners, but it's really like learning how to be aware, confident and kind when it comes to the way you exist in the world and in your relationships. It was so important to me that teenagers could develop these skills. Um, One of the things I've learned is we have a growth mindset about all these things but sometimes we don't have a growth mindset about social skills or about relationship skills. Mm-hmm. And, and if you don't feel like you're good at them, whether you're a parent or a teenager, you can work on it. You can get better at it through practice, through understanding, um, you can get better at relationships. And as we've been talking about that today, that's something that I really wanted to emphasize. It's not just what you were born with, it's not what you know, it's not what your parents taught you, it's are you willing. Are you willing to get better at relationships because the people in your life matter? These
0: books, these are fantastic resources. I literally have them throughout my house. One is downstairs, one's upstairs, one's in my youngest's room. And they are great conversation starters. Here, I'm gonna open one of them. You've got like a topic and theme and then like diving deeper into it. And then, and then you guys, it stands up. Like, you can leave it on a table, on the counter, in your kid's bathroom. And it's just a wonderful, great reminder, sure, for teens, but also for me, too. I'm like, oh, that is something that I did not develop so great when I was younger. (laughs) But it is character building and strengthening, and I think these are incredible resource for families. So I appreciate so much that you have created this and you are helping families like grow together and grow like
1: with each other. Thank you so much, I'm glad you guys love them.
0: Also, you have a website
1: that has other resources for parents, can you share that website uh, URL? Yeah, it's just brookromney.com and you can go search parenting topics or if you put my name into Google with a topic that you're interested in, you know, usually you can find something on the website about that too. Fantastic. Brooke, it has meant so much to me
0: that you could come and share your knowledge with me, with the girls listening, even with the parents who also listen. Thank you so much for being a guest on the podcast.
1: Thank you. It was so much fun. And I just absolutely adore teen girls. So you guys are amazing. Keep progressing, keep doing what you're doing.
0: Thank you so much for joining me for the 10 for teens and tweens podcast by empowerful girls. I can't wait to talk with you again. I love you girls.